Welcome to the Nourishing Amy podcast. I'm Amy Rankin. I am an emotional intelligence and life coach, a speaker, a creator, and a wellness chaser. I have created this podcast for you to learn habits, mindset changes, and get really actionable takeaways to find out who you are, what lights you up, how you can love yourself again, and how to live your best life. Give yourself the space to welcome in more self-care and confidence, reduce feelings like overwhelm and stress, and let's find your sparkle again. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello and welcome to episode 56 of the Nourishing Amy podcast. I want to talk to you guys today about honoring where you are, honoring how you're feeling and not diminishing the things that are making life feel a little bit hard for you lately. Whether that means that it's just been in the last few days that some things might have felt difficult or whether we're looking at like the last few weeks or even the last few months have felt hard. I've been noticing a bit of a pattern with some of my clients that I've been talking to over the last few weeks, and it's really interesting. I'm noticing something coming up, and this is exactly what I want to be talking with you guys about today and what our whole episode is going to be on, is it's kind of like, I don't know if I would call it like reverse tall poppy syndrome, because you're bringing yourself down, like you're disempowering yourself by putting other people up onto a pedestal or not necessarily putting them onto a pedestal, but looking at and comparing what they have going on in their life and in then subconsciously or sorry, subsequently thinking, oh, well, you, you know, they've got that going on. So whatever's happening in my life really isn't that bad. And I think that it's such a beautiful thing to be able to have empathy and sympathy for somebody else and to be able to show compassion for somebody else and the things that they may be going through in their lives. But the really big takeaway that I would love for you guys to get from today's episode is that just because you can show compassion and empathy for somebody else. And just because somebody else might be going through something that they maybe they're openly talking to you about and letting you know that something feels hard, or maybe it's just your perception that you're looking at a situation that they're going through and thinking, wow, that must be tough. Uh, That it doesn't take away from the things that are also happening in your life for you. So basically today's episode is all about The idea that just because somebody else is going through something hard doesn't take away from the hard in your life too. So let's dive into what that actually means. And it's really funny. I also just pulled a intention card from my Work Your Light deck, which my beautiful sister bought me for Christmas. Um, It's Monday, so it's public holiday today. And normally on Mondays, I sit down with my journal and my diary and I do my planning for the week. So I organize my meals and the food shopping and I do a little bit of journaling. I focus on the things that I did well the week before, the things that I would like to let go of from the week before. If there's maybe some energy or resentment or anything at all coming up for me, um, I think about what I would like to leave in the previous week. And I also pull a card 
And I don't normally share these cards with you guys. I'm more than happy to if it's something that you would like me to do. Um, but it was kind of crazy. I was sitting out the back just before thinking, yeah, this is a topic I really want to talk about because it just feels really important to me at the moment. For you guys to be able to honor where you are and respect how you feel is so life-changing and like I said, it doesn't take away from um, other people's stuff that's happening in their lives just the same way as what happen what's happening in their lives doesn't take away from yours. Anyway, so when I was sitting out there, I was like, yeah, I'm going to come inside and I'm going to record this podcast episode because it's just like sitting with me at the moment and I want to talk about it. Um, and then I thought, oh, I haven't done my journaling and things. I'll just get all my stuff ready and then I'll do my podcast episode and then I'll do my journaling and stuff. So I pulled this card and I was like, oh my gosh, I actually feel like I need to talk about this in the podcast episode because it's such a beautiful one. And it's just so on point with exactly what it is that I want to be talking about with you guys. Um, so if this is something that you notice that you struggle with or something, not even that you necessarily struggle with, but just something that you notice comes up for you, like you recognize that, yeah, you might be feeling a little bit flat or you might've been having a bit of a shitty day, but then you also might notice that you're talking with somebody else. You're asking them about how their day is going, what their day's been like, how's their week, how's their family or whatever you knew was going on in their life for them. Um, and then they might start talking and then you might start thinking, oh, wow, like, oh, I'm so sorry. Or like, you know, let's catch up for lunch or do something together. And you might finish that conversation or leave that conversation thinking, wow, like, you know, things really aren't that bad, are they? Or it feels like you are diminishing the way that you're feeling or comparing the way that they are feeling to then how you should be feeling or comparing the things that you guys essentially both have going on in your lives and feeling like yours is maybe a little lesser than. It's a big thing that happens if you guys know anything about Enneagrams. I can definitely leave a link in the show notes for an Enneagram quiz. Uh, but if you know anything about the Enneagrams, it's very much type two uh, with the helper. The Enneagram type two, the helper, they love to, as the name says, be able to help others. And they're really always thinking about other people and wanting to do things for other people. Sometimes that means the limitation side of that is putting themselves out um, and like doing going over and above for other people, which is great. But the limitation of that is then exactly like we're talking about, it can lead you to be putting your feelings or your life or your emotions on the back burner as well. So to start off with, let's just get clear on what it is that's been coming up for you at the moment that feels hard. So I've got some different topics or things that I want you guys to be thinking about today. So I've got one two, three, four, five different action steps that you guys can take from today's episode. Again, as usual, if you have a pen or a journal and you're sitting down and you want to write these questions down, go for it. I will also leave them in the show notes for you too. I did that last week as well. Um, I'm starting to try and get a little bit more consistent with writing notes down for you guys and having a little bit of a plan of where I want to go with these episodes. So if you would like to write these questions down, go for it. If it's something that you would maybe like to journal on later on. Um, so my first 
point or topic that I want you to think about is like really simply just getting specific. Uh, How do I feel? Like, what is it that is coming up for you lately that Like, what are the feelings that are coming up for you, essentially? How do you feel? And there might be some moments where you're feeling really fantastic. You feel really good. You're feeling productive or happy or motivated or um, calm and relaxed. Like, I don't know, whatever those feelings are that you really want to be feeling. And like I always say, this is individual for everybody. So it's just really getting clear on how do I feel lately And looking at, has there been any feelings that I would like to feel less of? So these are the first two questions. These are kind of part of the same journaling prompt. If you're going to be looking at writing them down as journaling questions, how do I feel lately? And is there feeling any feelings that have been coming up that I want to feel less of? And that last part of the question is really essentially the most important part of this one here, because by being able to get clear on the the feelings that you have been feeling that you want to feel less of essentially that really shines a light and pinpoints the one the feelings that you would like to be diving deeper into and really having a look at okay what's actually going on here um what are what's the situations behind these feelings here that I can start to move through so Once you have got clear on those questions, my next journaling question for you is exactly to help you get more specific. Why do I feel like that? So what is it that is coming up for you that is leading you towards not feeling so great? Another question, and I mean, this is... Mm, let's ask it anyway, but I'll explain to you why I don't necessarily like this question. Um, what is it that is making me feel like that? So if you can recognize the feelings that have been coming up for you, but that you are finding a little more, a little more difficult to really lean into why those feelings are coming up for you, then you can expand that question to what is making me feel like that or what is bringing on those feelings. Now, the reason that I don't necessarily like that, what is making me feel this way. So say, for example, one of the feelings you're noticing coming up for you is stress or overwhelm. And you're just not feeling like yourself because you notice that there's something happening for you recently that you are feeling a little more stressed than normal. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you can't pinpoint why, like the why behind that feeling and that you can get clear on what is making me feel like that. So an example of a question here really simply would just be what is making me feel stressed. I know I've spoken with you guys before about the idea of under and over responsibility. And the reason that I don't like the question, what is making me feel like that is because essentially, let's say, for example, if you are studying for exams or there's a particular thing that's happening for you at work at the moment that is bringing about feelings of stress, it's not about that thing making you feel stressed. Nothing can make you feel a certain way. Um that's very under-responsible. Nothing, no one else or nothing else 
can make you feel a certain way. And when you give someone or something else the opportunity or the power over you to change the way that you feel, essentially the only way that your feelings then change back and you revert back to the way that you do want to feel, so happy, excited, calm, relaxed, joyful, whatever, um, is if that thing stops. So, you know, well, I know I'm not going to feel stressed once I've finished my study, or I know I'm going to feel better once this project has finished at work, or once I've had this meeting at work and things like that. And it's okay if these things come up and that they're kind of a little smaller, a little more insignificant, but what if you have exams for, you know, six weeks? Does that mean you're going to feel stressed for that whole six-week period and that you're giving the responsibility of the power of how you feel over to this idea and this concept of being in the middle of these exams for six weeks? Because if that's just one thing, that study or like that project at work or whatever, what happens when you throw things like children into the mix, like friendships into the mix, like relationship ups and downs and ebbs and flows and social life and friendship ups and downs and body image issues and stresses? Like there is so many different aspects of life that we can feel shitty And there's so many different things that can come up for us in all of these different topics here that, okay, yeah, maybe this one thing making me feel stressed is my exams for six weeks or whatever. But what's the next thing after that? You know, can you see where I'm going with this? Like, what's the next thing that comes along in life that's like, oh, well, now I feel stressed because of this or now I feel overwhelmed because of this. And we're always looking for those things to blame how we feel on. This has gone on a massive tangent. I did not expect to talk about this in this episode um, because I have done a few other podcast episodes on um this topic as well. Um, you can also go and listen to episode number 30. It's called Choose You. Um, and it's about creating your own happiness and how to take responsibility and upgrade your relationship. So that's a really good one to listen to if you haven't listened to episode 30 yet, or even if you have listened to episode 30, go and have a listen to that one again, because, um, some different things might come up for you. Um, I really do recommend if there's been a podcast episode that you were like, well, that was really great. Um, go and listen to it in another like six or 12 months or so, because you'll find that when you're going through different things in life, different stuff will come up for you as well. And you'll get different takeaways. Um, that's the cool thing about personal development. Just because you've learned something once doesn't mean that, okay, that's it. I'm just going to remember that forever. And that applies to this, this, and this, there's different tools and different mindset changes that will apply to different scenarios or look and feel and appear totally differently in different scenarios as well. Um, Anyway, that was a massive tangent. That's my perspective, my very brief perspective on um, being under-responsible for the way that you feel. Um, but yeah, like I said, go and listen to episode 30 because that one will be a, a good one for you to listen to if you would like to get a little bit more in-depth with that. So you can see like what is making me feel stressed or what is making me feel anxious? What is making me feel overwhelmed? Whatever the feelings are, even like angry, cranky, resentful, what is making me feel like that? You can see that that does help pinpoint uh, your feelings for you, or it does help pinpoint a specific thing. 
But essentially, we want to bring that responsibility back and to notice that, okay, I'm letting this thing, I'm letting this person, this situation, this event in my life create feelings of stress, overwhelm, frustration, resentment, disappointment. Um, I'm letting myself generate these feelings. And I know that can be a difficult concept to get your head around, but that's exactly why people get coaches as well. (laughs) Um, Okay, so that's my second point. Like I said, so sorry, went off on a tangent there. So first point, get specific. Question, how do I feel? Um, What are the feelings that I want to feel less of is the really big uh, game changer question there. Second questions, uh, why do I feel like that? If that question feels a little bit difficult, what is making me feel like that? So obviously in relation to your answers to the first questions, whatever feelings are coming up for you, why do I feel stressed? What is making me feel resentful? What is making me feel disappointed? Why do I feel angry? Whatever is coming up for you. Remember, there is no wrong answers with these. It's purely what comes up for you here. Now, my third point that I have is once you can notice uh, these things coming up for you, then we look at the second part of this concept here, because it's all well and good to notice something that's not making you feel great. But the most important thing about this episode that we're talking about is recognizing that just because someone else might feel stressed, someone else might feel overwhelmed or disappointed or frustrated or let down or anxious, doesn't mean that you can't feel those things too. So when you notice how you feel or the things that are coming up for you, the life events that are happening that are generating those feelings, then I also want you to think about um, catching any of the buts that come up for you. Like, yeah, I feel stressed, but, or yeah, I feel overwhelmed, or yes, this thing's happening for me at the moment, but, or catch any comparison. So the comparison will generally come after that, but in the sentence there. Uh, So yeah, I do feel stressed, but you know, this person's going through this stuff like, yes, I've got this happening at work, but geez, like my manager must be so much more stressed than me. Or yeah, I've been stressed. I've had my kids at home with me over Corona and it's been hard, but this person has four kids or this person's been working full time as well as having their kids at home or you know, yeah, I'm going through a breakup and it sucks, but this person got cheated on or, um, you know, like there was all of this drama surrounding the breakup or they've got to um, sell their house, like all of that kind of stuff. You can see what I mean by we kind of get ourselves stuck in this routine or this habit of um, judging ourselves and putting ourselves second. We like to put other people before ourselves. We like to prioritize other people. And there's, like I said, nothing wrong with doing that from time to time. But it's also looking at not diminishing the way that you feel, not pushing away the way that you feel. And I know I've spoken about this in previous episodes before, but really catching that repression and not repressing the way that you feel too. Because if you are using sentences like, yes, I feel frustrated, but this person has this happening in their life, you're essentially just repressing the way that you feel. You're pushing away the way that you feel um, instead of validating the way that you feel and recognizing that, that, that you have a very valid reason for feeling the way that you do. And if you can put in the hard work to actually be figuring out why and working through that, that is absolutely life-changing for you guys. That will absolutely change the game. So catching any buts or comparisons is the next question. 
The second last question that I have for you, um, actually, this is more of a just a point, not really a question. What we're looking at here is accepting the things that things are allowed to feel hard. Just accepting that it's okay if I'm having a bad day. It's okay that things feel a little bit shitty right now. It's okay for these feelings to be coming up for me. I actually would love for you as a flow on from that point to go and listen to episode 14. So that one is called, guess what? Not every day is a good day, but that's okay. So that really starts to bring in that idea of the acceptance and just being okay with where you're at, um, at the moment and knowing that just because something's happening for you, just because you may not feel like your best version of yourself, your most bright, bubbly, um, you know, version of you, that there's actually nothing wrong with that. And it's okay to feel like that. Also, I know I talk about this one a lot, but I have, this is one of my most listened episodes, episode 31, which is positive vibe, why positive vibes only is a lot of shit and how you can actually work on feeling good. So that's going to have a lot to do with this episode as well. So if you're vibing with this and you're kind of like, okay, well, how do I start to bring in that acceptance and be okay with things being hard and with there being difficult days? I really want you to go and listen to those two episodes there. Um, So we're bringing in that idea of acceptance, being okay that you know what? Today's not the best day. That's all right. And then my last point that I have for you, once you are feeling ready, again, this isn't a question. Actually, no, let's make it a question because that makes it a little bit easier for you guys. So once you've worked through these first few things and once you've worked through giving yourself some space, respecting how you feel, respecting where you are. And that doesn't mean that you're not respecting where other people are in their lives and that you're taking away from their hardships or their difficulties or their bad day. But it means that it's you're also not taking away from your own. You're respecting the way that you feel, respecting the things and honoring the things that are coming up for you. When you have given yourself a chance to do that and when you feel ready, come back to the question, what makes me feel good? And that might seem like an easy question to answer, but realistically, how hard is it to know what makes you feel good, but when? how often do you actually take action on that as well? And for some people, what makes me feel good can actually be a really hard question to answer. So even if you just think about one or two things that maybe at the moment you're enjoying curling up on the lounge and reading a good book. Maybe you like to relax and have a bath. Maybe you've started painting or doing yoga or Pilates or I don't know, like whatever comes up for you. Like I always say, these are so individual for everybody and I really can't give you your answers here. But what makes me feel good? So that when you are giving yourself the chance to recognize and honor where you're at, you can also recognize and honor the things that make you feel good and you can really work towards implementing those things more often as well. So they're my tips. This has already been going for like 23 minutes and I'm impressed. I thought this was going to go for like five minutes. So (laughs) um, I hope that that has helped you and just given you a bit of a pep talk, you know, especially along with those other episodes that I've mentioned. Like I said, I will leave them in the show notes, but 
I think sometimes we just need a bit of that pep talk and a bit of that like, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, what you have happening for you right now is actually tough. Or like, I can imagine that that does feel hard or that that doesn't feel the best all the time. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You're allowed to feel whatever it is that's coming up for you. Um, So like I said, I hope this little pep talk has helped. I want to share my card that I pulled with you. So the card that I pulled that I think really speaks to all of this is deep replenishment. And I'll take a photo and share it up in the podcast Facebook group for you guys as well, because I just, oh, I'm just loving that this has come up for us today. So underneath where it says deep replenishment, it says retreat, rest and be held. So for me, when I'm pulling my cards, I don't normally get the book out as well because I just feel into like, okay, what does that actually mean to me specifically? But of course, what this means to me will be totally different to you guys that it's coming up for. So I'm going to read this to you. And what I want you to do as I'm reading this, I just want you to pick the one thing that really stands out for you here. So what we have here is the most selfless thing you can do to fill up your own inner well. When we are running around half-filled, we subconsciously look to things and people around us to give us nourishment and nurturing that we so deeply crave. Nothing can grow in barren lands. You are no good to anyone if you're running on empty. The feminine is bountiful, fertile, and rich. Tend to your own and watch as the amount you give you have to give multiplies. If your inner well isn't full, you will find yourself craving things from the outside world to fill it. This is our body's instinctive way of reaching for the grounding and nurturing that we are not allowing ourselves. This next part is the part that I love. What nourishes you? What refuels your body? What is nectar for your soul? What brings you back to life? What is your secret medicine? What makes you feel abundant and fertile, overspilling with life? It may be gardening, arranging flowers, getting a massage, using luxurious essential oils, snuggling up on the couch, hiking, sipping a good coffee at your favorite cafe, attending a women's circle, reading about sacred sites, going on a spontaneous bike ride, walking along the beach or yin yoga. What nourishes you is your medicine. When you give yourself the medicine that you need to be nourished, you nourish all those around you for there is more than enough to go around. And your action from this card today is do something that deeply replenishes you. And I just think that's so beautiful and so funny that literally my last question was what makes you feel good? And then we come back to all of those questions about really getting clear on what it is that helps you to feel nourished, what nourishes you, what refuels your body. So I'm going to share that up on the Facebook group as a bit of a takeaway for you guys. Like I said, it's Monday. It's a public holiday. It's a beautiful opportunity for us here in New South Wales anyway, in Australia, to start to reset and to move forward with our week. So if you can take anything from that card, I would absolutely love to hear what your one thing that really stood out for you was on that picture that I post in just a moment over in the Facebook group. 
Thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you for listening. I hope this pep talk has been something that you needed. Remember to honor where you are. Remember to honor how you feel. And just because somebody else is going through something hard does not take away from the hard that you have in your life and you can work through it. You can get your sparkle back. If you liked this episode, I would love for you to screenshot and tag me on Instagram. You guys have no idea how much that absolutely makes my day. I get such a big smile on my face. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And I hope that you have gotten something from this episode. If you want to hang out more, you can search the Nourishing Amy podcast community in Facebook and come and join our group. We're talking all things life, love, overwhelm and everything in between. You can share your funny memes, your stories, and all of the life stuff. If you would like to get in contact with me, please don't hesitate to reach out and shoot me a message on Instagram. You can find me at Amy underscore Rankin. Last but not least, it really helps to support my podcast when you subscribe and leave a review on whatever app it is that you listen to this podcast on. I am just a little independent podcaster and every subscribe and review helps my podcast to be seen and heard by more people and to help more people get their sparkle back. Thank you again so much for being with me and have a fantastic day.